Alright, here we go. Hey everyone, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. <laughs> uh, we just took a shot, so this will be great. <laughs> we were going to take a shot on the on the podcast, and then we decided we'd take it first, see how it went. And it's going pretty good, so I wanted to remind you guys not to play Pokemon Go and drive, except... <laughs> what? I mean, don't listen to our podcast and drive. That's oh, what I meant. That makes more sense. Doesn't it make more sense? Yeah, so uh, don't do that for various reasons, because we do trans in this podcast, and also I don't want you to be distracted while you're driving. Crazy people. Um, so we were going to talk about, for this podcast, we were going to talk about exhibitionism and voyeurism and how that related to us and trans and kink and stuff like that. Yay. Yay. All right. <laughs> so, um, so I consider myself um, a voyeur and an exhibitionist. Yep. And About I, equally. Yeah, yeah. You're very much and a lot. Very much both and a lot. I'm I'm actually so I'm somewhat of an exhibitionist. Some some people I know might be surprised by that. Only sometimes, but um, but I am so not a voyeur. Like, I have nothing, I have, I want nothing to do with voyeurism. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in the way sometimes. It does. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's going to. Right. But, um, you know, you work, you work with it, work around it. Right. Whatever. Well, it's funny because, like, almost everyone I know, almost everyone I know in, especially in the hypnosis community, everybody's a voyeur. Everybody wants to see other people doing hot, trancy things and stuff. Right. And I can... I can relate to that on some level. Like, I understand that what people are doing is hot and fun and probably fun to watch, but I, for the most part, I just find it kind of interesting, and sometimes I'm just kind of uncomfortable that I'm intruding on someone else's scene. There have been, like, right. two times I can think of, both with the same people involved, that I was actually turned on right. by, like, what I was watching. Right. No, like, that physically was... turned on. Well, which... and it was hot, but, I mean... At the same time, I would find it you hot. You find everything hot. I don't find everything literally hot. Everything. This, literally this everything. Not literally everything. This just in, Cece finds everything hot ever. No. It's why I have such an easy time. No. Cece, don't. get turned on right now. Oh my god, what is See, I'm you? fucking telling you. That wasn't, that wasn't nice. That was not nice at all. What the hell was that? That's me being a oh jerk. Okay. And guess what? You're all, you're all turned on now in front of an audience. <laughs> That isn't gonna hear this for two days, but it's fine. Because I'm an exhibitionist, right? So exactly. That's fine. Oh, back on topic. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think we actually got off of it. Um, sorry. Yeah. Whew. All right. So um, no, but I mean, I don't. I don't find. <laughs> I don't find everything hot. You can prove me wrong if you want. That's fine. But. Um, I do find a lot of things hot, though. I find connection and stuff hot. Yeah. No, it, well, and I, you were, you were yeah. talking about, like, for you, when it comes to voyeurism, what you most are interested in as a voyeur is seeing the connection between people. Oh, so much. Yeah. Dynamics, connection. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love... And you see that in, like, I think you can see that, even I can really deeply appreciate seeing that in, in BDSM and especially hypnosis scenes. If I see right. hypnosis, if I see connection to hypnosis scene, I'm just, like, on the floor about it. 
Right. Well, it, and I, I can't help but, like, know that you write stories yeah. about being a voyeur, for that matter. Yes. And being turned yes. on by that concept. So I think there is a part of you, at least, with the concept. That understands. And don't get me wrong. I fully understand the concept of, like, a concept is one thing, a fantasy is one thing. Right. But reality can be very different. Right. I mean, I have those, of course. Right. Well, but, um, and for me, like, that kind of touches on the whole, like, porn is different from reality thing for me, because I really like porn. Like, I right. really like a lot of specific porn, you know, uh, but I do like porn, and I don't consider that voyeurism. Right. Probably because... Well, and we talked about this. Yeah. I don't actually like Right, which porn. I find really funny. Um, Cece the Warrior does not actually like porn, but no, cause Sleeping I can't, Girl No, because I can't, like, does. feel the connection right. between the people mm-hmm. or see the dynamic or whatever. Yeah. Unless I can, and then I'm turned on by right, that. Right, exactly. There's just very, there's very little porn of that. Unfortunately, most of the porn that I like doesn't involve real people, so... I like, yeah. I like drawn or animated stuff a it doesn't lot better. Even, it doesn't even have to be real people. <laughs> right. I mean, because not everybody has a connection in their scenes. Like, that's just a reality. Yeah. yeah. Or they, they um, focus on other things that they're scening about, I think. Right. As opposed to their DNS connection or their interpersonal connection. Right. I think plenty of people have very satisfying scenes where they don't focus on the relationship between them. Right. But that just doesn't turn me on. Exactly. Like, it may turn them on, and right. that's awesome, but... I it, I mean, and I understand their goal is not to turn me on. Oh, it's that's so funny. the voyeur. Like, yeah. <laughs> like right. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, I it always comes back to like going to hypnosis events for me, and like just being so surprised that it, it's kind of like this big sex party for me. Not to say that mm. there is a big sex party happening at hypnosis conventions, or maybe there is. Who knows? I'm not a part of it, but um, like. Everybody is just so happy about each other having these hot scenes. And I think that's gorgeous and beautiful. And, right. like, I'm on this logical level right. and, and, and fascination level where everybody's having these gorgeous hot scenes. But for the most part, I'm going to look away. Like, I'm just not right. going to involve myself in it. And I think I'm very deeply the minority with that. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people in the kink community or the hypnosis community that are not voyeurs. Right. No, I mean... When it comes to hypnosis, interestingly enough, I'm not necessarily well, as it's much not, a voyeur. It's not quite your fetish. I mean, no. you enjoy it deeply, but it's not your yeah. fetish. But I mean, it's if I don't feel the connection or the energy yeah. exchange between right. people, I'm I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll just walk away. Right. Because the the basically because the hypnosis, the kink, the, mm-hmm. the fetish itself mm-hmm. is not what turns me on. Right. It's the control and the communication and the right exactly exactly like so um yeah but as an exhibitionist right let's 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 uh because you are an exhibitionist um in a lot of things but not not all right right um and an exhibitionist i'm pretty much all things yeah on that one like i'm good well and for <laughs> us as far as our history goes personally for uh so for for Desad and i our play happened exclusively at a public venue for a year and that was how we built our connection was through public play 
um, which is very different from right now, where we barely go to public spaces ever. Um, and similarly, when I was building a relationship with Cece, um, our, all of our play almost depended to a certain extent on the audience. We had these scenes... And, oh yeah, and there was we that had, one scene. And I, I figure this was this was pretty really early on in our relationship. So like you know three pushing three or four years ago, where we um, we I mean, were I having these we were having these amazing <laughs> scenes, and um, uh, people loved to gather around and watch and stuff, and everyone right. would tell us how hot it was afterwards, and we really thrived on that, and we really enjoyed our scenes. Aside from that, but we had one where there was no one there. And yeah. we were missing something. Like and we were looking forward to it. Yeah. Like we were looking forward to being alone in to this room. To having an alone time scene. Um, and, and it missed. was hot. Yeah. Like it was hot. Yeah. But it was missing something. Yeah. A component or whatever. Right. And uh, and we had to come to terms, quite frankly. Uh-huh. It was it was almost a little a little embarrassing in some ways. Like mm-hmm. we kinda had a hard mm-hmm. time admitting to each other. I found it really hot. But yeah, we it, should like have an audience, right? So then we ended up doing a couple more scenes that particular weekend because that was just a really hot, fun weekend for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it it went really well. Yeah, we also did another private one. Interestingly enough, but that was a totally I different so don't situation. remember which weekend this was. You really don't? No, I really don't. Can, I mean, I can, can say if it's a it. conference, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. It was our first WeHoo together. It was our first WeHoo? Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're right. So we did another private scene with a with a cutting. Oh my god. But I god. mean, can you imagine if we would have had an audience for that? That, that would have been that disturbing. That was probably our first, interestingly enough, after our first non-public scene where we didn't have people and it didn't go so great, we had our first non-public scene where we didn't have people and it was fucking amazing. Right. Lee intense. And then... We had all, like, public scenes yeah, after that. Yeah, Um But for the most part, nowadays, we don't play with people around. No. No, and I kind of prefer that. Uh, I always like privacy. But. <laughs> but. So when it comes to, so, uh, <laughs> so we go to these, so I've gotten into the, the habit of playing at home so much and playing not around people so much that when we do go out in public, I get kind of play shy. <laughs> especially yes. with hypnosis conferences because like I've I've written about hypnosis a lot I've talked about hypnosis a lot I teach classes on hypnosis sort of subject oriented stuff and like um and I've even like recorded myself doing hypnosis but it's not the same as having all of these people who I respect deeply these friends that I I treasure and respect seeing me do hypnosis with my partner like that's I get nervous I totally get nervous right right now we've done it yeah, we've done it. We've we've absolutely done it a few times. Sometimes it, I have to remind you of that. I know. You're like, I've never done it in front of da 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 or whatever. Yeah, you know? no, and like, we have. Yes, yeah, we have. Oddly enough, we've done it more at like. So I have a group of vanilla friends who I'm very close with, and they <laughs> they come over sometimes. I've done it more in front of those friends. <laughs> not this whether, is real. Whether they know it or not, and they probably know it. But this is real. Uh, yeah. So I. But you are funny. interested. And doing more, yeah, with me in front of yeah. I mean, I think there's a fantasy. Like the last conference, I think 
There's yeah, we were we were playing off of other people playing at the same time, and that was right. wonderful. And like I've always had this concept. I think a lot of hypnosis people can like can understand, and even kink people to some degree, where you're like you're in public with your partner, and there are other people with their partners, and you're all just kind of showing off what your partner can do and what right. you can make your partner do in public with other people. Like that's a wonderful like party atmosphere. I think it's a dom thing. It might be a dom thing. Like I, that's definitely a dom yeah. thing from my perspective. I I think so. I mean I don't know the showing off thing There's is a, like you get that though you get the being an oh, entertainment tool. Oh, I right. do of course I'll always get that. Yeah. But um. Yes. But it's very much a tool. For you to do what you want with exactly kind of thing. Well, I mean that's a relationship, so. Right, but I just mean <laughs> like it's not it's not about me showing off. And it's kind of important that it's not about me showing off. Right. Interestingly enough. Right. So. So it's a little different. Yeah. Still totally an exhibitionist thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. But, yeah. I don't know. Can we talk about Steven Universe yet? No. Oh, my God. You weren't even <laughs> supposed to bring it up. No, I was we definitely going to bring it up. Okay. Watch it. Watch Steven Universe. All right, that's the end. Let's go back to talking about <sighs> exhibitionism for, like, two minutes. <laughs> I broke the mood. Did you see that? I broke what? it. Just Why? shattered it on the floor. It's messed oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. So, so you're not a voyeur. No, I'm just not. I'm just not a voyeur. That causes issues in our relationship. Well, nothing like horrible, but it gives me a like it gives Cece a leg up to be a voyeur. Like if she walks in on me and decides like smooching or something that's like, hot like she wants to see it and i just like want them to have their private time and i don't want to be a part of it and that's like difficult when y'all live together yeah so that's that's that summed up i'd be interested to hear i honestly if you god if anyone in this community that listens to this podcast and considers themselves not a voyeur and goes to public events it goes to public parties and has to watch other people play all the time or is in poly relationships and how how what are your experiences? Please God, tell me your experiences of not being a voyeur in this community. How to make that work? Like how do you do? How do you do that? Right. Or alternatively, if anyone has any experiences brainwashing their partner into becoming a voyeur when they're not a voyeur, talk to decide. <laughs> <laughs> so much so, so much so. I could, but it's not the same. These are, these be not for me, so don't tell him I sent you. Except he's gonna listen to this, so I'm fucked. No, oh. yeah, Damn totally. Ah, oh, well. Anyway, screwed myself. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think I don't think you have to be a voyeur to be in the community. I really don't. No, and obviously, I have a perfectly fine experience being in the community and right. and this relationship for the record. Right. But it's just. I mean, the exhibitionist side. Honestly, it you helps. should probably explore more, even, to probably. some degree. Because you know it's there. Yeah. Oh, but I like private play so much. I know. I get that. I get that. They go through my cycles, though. Sure. Which one I prefer. Sure. But, I don't know. Like, now we really don't need an audience. I mean, in any stretch Oh, oh, you and you I. You and I. I was just going to say, well, we do have an audience at this moment in time. Like, there's right. nothing we can do well, about that. we didn't that. need it. No. <laughs> we didn't need you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nothing personal. <laughs> no, I just... I don't know. I'm sure it's not easy for everyone. 
I bet there are a lot of people that aren't exhibitionists. Probably more so. Do you think? Yeah. I can't imagine that. In the hypnosis community, I could really imagine Everybody that. tell us your experiences, please. If you want to. No, you must. <laughs> it is a prerequisite of listening to this. We didn't tell you this at the beginning. <laughs> Should have mentioned it, but you have to tell us. That's just how it is. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to transition into the latter part of our podcast, the, the lewd part. The lewd? We, the lewd part. I love that word. It's like dirty. It the, is dirty. It's actually what it means. It's a synonym, guys. Uh, lewd. Risque. Where we do... <laughs> I like risque. Risque. Lewd. Trance. Um, so... Let's let's do that now. I have to like re- awkwardly position the phone in my arm, and then I can tell Cece to just go down deeply, and her eyes roll back, and that feels really good for her. And the way that she breathes out, all of the rest of that, all of the rest of that consciousness, over and over those breaths, in and out, taking away and giving away all those excessive thoughts and even the ones that float to the surface those come and go because it's very hard to get completely thoughtless but we don't need that right now we just need less and less over time and you can notice the change from having lots of different thoughts to having a few less thoughts to having my hands running through your hair to having your breaths to having out down, deep, drop, that's right, all the way down, to having your eyes rolling deeply back. And for just a few moments, and you're really wonderful at visualization, so I think we're going to go with one of these, where you see yourself on a stage, in a chair, and we're at some sort of show where you're not really sure what's going on right now because no one's told you yet. And it's kind of weird to be at a show on a stage with the lights blaring down on your face and your forehead's a little sweaty because of the heat and the audience is dark and you can't see anyone, but you're here on a stage and you don't know why and you're just waiting. And I come out next to you and you don't expect me to be there, or maybe you do. Maybe some part of you deep down expects me to be there walking towards you and you're sweating in the chair and you feel the sense of nervousness, the sense of anticipation. The audience is quiet, watching, just waiting for you to do whatever it is you're meant to do and no one has told you yet. Still, no one has told you what you're meant to do and it's so confusing because you know what you want to do deep down inside there's something that you've always wanted to do on this stage but I haven't told you as I've come up beside you as I place my hand on your back and as you grow more and more anticipation as you grow more and more nervous for this And I tell you, thank you for what you've just done. Thank you for the performance you've just given to all of us and you have no recollection. You have no memory of what's just happened. 
But you also know that it's meant to be that way. You also know 100% that whatever just happened was always meant to happen deep down inside. And there's a sense of relief and there's a sense of dread. And the audience is still quiet, still waiting. And I walk and I uh, turn to the audience and I bow and you watch me bow out of the corner of your eye on the audience. Everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching starts to clap and cheer and you still have no idea what's going on. And I turn to you. Say, thank you. Thank you. That's right. So, as you drop deep, and as you relax, and as you let that memory, and as you let that all just fade and slowly go back down deep into your own mind, and keep the memory of this experience, but yet let it fade away so I can take you up in just a moment. I'd like to thank everyone who's listening to this um, podcast. And I'm sure Cece is thankful for that right now as well. Um, But thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.